0: it's the Man. Come to another you know, Broncos Country Blitz. want to give some of my thoughts during the Broncos bye week. First off, the Broncos standing pat during the trade deadline. Did not trade any of our players. Came out that we didn't get any offers we feel were good enough. Sean Payton came out and said, hey, the players on the current roster are important to what we're trying to accomplish. Even came out and basically said, well, a lot of the teams that were calling, that's why I got out in the media is because the teams that are calling want you to know that they're calling. Doesn't really sound like there was any actual desire to trade a lot of the players that were rumored out there, PS2 especially. Sounds like it would have taken like three first-round picks, which at that point, would PS2 even argue with the Broncos on that? Probably not. Good, the Broncos kept everybody. I like that from the standpoint that we can still trade them in the offseason. We can trade them before the draft to anybody we don't feel we need to keep on the roster. This was just the last chance during the season. But I think after that staple game for Sean Payton against the Chiefs, let's see if we can get to get this thing turned around in the second half of the season. And really, you you might tell yourself, well, I don't know, is that realistic? Well, at three and five, yeah, it's it's going to be an uphill climb. But like any of you other Broncos country members, you probably watch other NFL games other than the Broncos if they happen to be on or the Sunday night game or Monday night game. And I'll tell you. Outside of the Ravens and the Eagles, I don't see anyone that I look at and go, well, yeah, you know, they look pretty intimidating. Don't know if we stand a chance against them. Really, the feeling I'm getting now is I think we can beat most teams out there with the momentum swing that we've had. And honestly, if you look at the starting of the season, we gave a couple games away, but you can't tell me that you wouldn't think at this point, or at least this is my opinion, Broncos would beat the Commanders. Broncos would beat the Raiders to start the year. If the team chemistry was then what it is now. I think they would have beaten both those teams to start the year. Dolphins, I don't think it would have been 70-20, to but I think that game would have been closer. Broncos just don't play good in Miami. Any Broncos fan knows that. It's been a Broncos fan for quite some time. So, we'll see what the second half holds. I, I think the Bills coming up. Playing in Buffalo is tough for the Broncos, too, historically. but Watching the Bills against the Bengals on Sunday night. You know, you can't run the ball. Josh Allen's throwing an interception or two per game. I don't know. Is there a chance we can go up there and steal one? I don't know. We'll see. The Bills are probably going to be pissed they lost to the Bengals. And really, I guess they played okay. Some people or saying they played pretty well other than turnovers. I don't know. I watched the game. I didn't think the bills played that great. I, I thought there wasn't really any, um really any desire showing on the team in terms of, you know, when they're on offense and having the drive to get down the field and everything. It's almost like they're feeling, like they're going through the motions on offense and defense. If that makes sense. Not, not quite like the Broncos last year under Hackett, but you know what, you know what I mean? Sometimes a team you'll watch them and it just feels like they're going through the motions. There's, there's no passion behind it or desire behind it. That's just kind of what it felt like with the Bills on Sunday. We'll, we'll see, though, if the loss gets gets the momentum in them to come and whoop the Broncos and Buffalo. But regardless of what happens in the Bills game, past that, there are some winnable games coming up that maybe we can still get this thing turned around. So I'm glad we standed pat on the trade deadline. And like I said, there's going to be other chances to trade players if we decide they're not part of the long-term plans. Now, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has had a great statistical season. I think he's had some great flashes. I He's kind of the quarterback I thought we were getting this year, what, what I thought we'd see last year. Honestly, I, I think he's more that player this year than he was last year. There's still so much talk about going and drafting the next quarterback. Is Sean Payton going to stick with Russell Wilson? I mean, Sean Payton has had some positive comments about Russell Wilson this week during the bye week when the players got back in the building. And uh, we'll see how those translate during the offseason. You could tell he's pleased with a lot of things. Not wanting Russell Wilson to work on a few things or not quite where he needs to be on other things. I think throwing with anticipations one. Can a quarterback in their 30s figure that out when they haven't really done it a ton in their career? We'll see. Some people say Russell Wilson hasn't done it at all. I I don't think so. I think he's done it at points in his career. So I don't think it's something he can't still get back to doing with more of a rhythm. Time will tell. But, I don't know. I mentioned something about Caleb Williams the other day. I know a lot of Broncos fans are like, "Ah, let's go ahead and tank for him. Well, you know what? First of all, I hope Sean Payton's lottery idea eventually becomes true in the NFL draft so teams can't tank and do certain things for players. It'll be a lottery draft year to year. I hope that happens. And really, anyone that's looking for the Broncos to go get him as the top draft pick, I don't know. He, he's kind of coming off like a Jamarcus Russell to me. I was trying to figure out who the heck I was trying to mention the other day when I was talking about him, and that's who it was. Caleb Williams is starting to remind me a lot of a Jamarcus Russell. The crying in the stands with his family after a loss, the wanting a stock in a team before he ever takes a snap in the NFL. I don't know. To me, it feels Jamarcus Russell-like. Also, he can't seem to beat the teams with winning records as easily. He struggles. So, yeah, is he a tremendous athlete? Probably you will be a good NFL quarterback. Yes, but once again... The NFL, from year to year, shows it is hit or miss with that number one pick. So teams that pick a quarterback further down the line have been pretty successful. There, there is a good good history to show it doesn't have to be the number one pick for you to get a good quarterback of the future. So we'll see if the Broncos go after a quarterback to groom, find Russell Wilson. I, I My personal opinion of what I've seen this first half of the year Russell Wilson, if he continues to improve the second half of the year, pick up more parts of Sean Payton's system, he'll be back next year and we may draft a quarterback to groom behind him. That's what I think will happen. We'll see. That's my personal opinion. Then again, there's a lot of dollars involved. And if it's not to a certain level, I could see Sean Payton going a different direction. But one thing about Sean Payton, though, is he likes a veteran quarterback. So you have to keep that in mind. He hasn't really groomed a rookie quarterback to run his system. So you have to keep that in mind too, I think. You have to keep that in mind. Now, some other big news out of Broncos country. They are getting a new complex in Dove Valley and it's going to house the business operations, the football operations, going to have bigger player spaces. Uh, It's going to have more of a cohesive feel where everybody's on the same page working towards the same goal, and also for the fans, it's going to have hospitality spaces, a courtyard, a courtyard with a screen on it, from what I've seen. Uh, I, I don't know if it'll be open on game days, so people can actually go watch the game there as well, not sure, but, but it looks like it'll be somewhere where they can go watch the practice from the cameras on the field. There'll be a rooftop terrace area. Uh, there'll also be some other balconies and seating areas, which I think has been needed at Dove Valley for some time. I mean, state of the art. State of the art from the photo examples they've released. I'm excited. Won't be be ready until 2026 is the estimation. But, boy, will it be worth it. Um, And and I think this is just another sign that the Penners are bought in. Uh, The Walton and the Penner ownership group, I should say. Uh, Especially Greg Penner. That's why I say Penner first. He is really putting his his best foot forward. Really starting to grow on me as an owner. Really is. Really is. I think it started during that that post-game presser where he gave Sean Payton game ball for his first win and was really honest with the team. Like, hey, it hasn't gone the way we wanted it, but we believe in what we're doing here. And then he just keeps taking steps to improve certain things. Now, the only part that's hard for me is, is Pat Bolin will always be the best owner of the Broncos until proven otherwise. Now, now Greg Penner is starting to make moves to warm up to the fan base, including myself, where, you know, he could come right up to where Pat Bolin is someday or, or surpass him. Don't want to say that right now. Mr. B, just an awesome owner. Loved having Mr. B as the Broncos owner. You you just felt good knowing, knowing he was the guy running it And, and the Broncos, even after, you know, his disease took control of him winning Super Bowl 50, uh, for Pat, as John Elway said. But really cool. Now that the Walton Penner Group owns the team, now some of the amenities, some things that maybe weren't in the financial structure before, we're getting those upgrades. We're going to be a state-of-the-art first class in terms of amenities organization. And and really, sometimes that can attract other free agents. It can. It's sad, but true. Uh, But it'll be really cool to see when it's completed in 2026. So, Big announcement, and, and that will be awesome. The other thing I want to talk about, I want to go back a little more to Sean Payton. He says he hopes that the draft becomes a lottery someday. Now, the Cardinals, I, I don't know what they're doing down there in Arizona, but they need to be reprimanded by the NFL or something. I have never seen an example of a team trying to tank so hard in my life. Josh Dobbs comes out and plays okay for them. And they trade him to Minnesota when Kirk Cousins tears his ACL. And all he does is go up there. Josh Dobbs helps them win a game and stay relevant in in playoff contention up there in Minnesota. And he's going to be the starter moving forward. And basically, he was playing well in Arizona. And they traded him. Traded him, in my opinion, because he was playing too well for them. And keeping them in contention in every game. Keeping them relevant in every game. Now, Kyler Murray comes back next week. Okay, so this is the argument the Cardinals wanted to see the rookie this last week, and Kyler Murray comes back the following week. But the Arizona Cardinals, what they are doing this year, I hope it makes the NFL make some changes in the offseason, and maybe a lottery draft is one of them, because this is ridiculous, okay? And and you're also, the Cardinals are trying to tank for the number one pick, and and the rumor is it's Caleb Williams. And like I said earlier, reminding me of Jamarcus Russell, you know what, the first round pick is never a surefire thing in terms of a quarterback, especially if it's a quarterback. So that's what I even find more pathetic about this. You're trying to tank for basically something that's a non-guarantee given the history in the NFL. It's absolutely freaking ridiculous. So hopefully the NFL steps up and does something about it in the offseason. The other thing, Josh McDaniels gets fired from the Raiders. Now, unfortunately, the Raiders come out, Whoop the Giants this weekend and play a lot better. But I think anybody, anybody that's followed that, I don't care who the Raiders were playing. Good thing it wasn't the Broncos. They were going to win the first game after Josh McDaniels was fired. And, man, talk about the same situation twice. I mean, look at that. Josh McDaniels comes in when he was with the Broncos, gets rid of Jay Cutler, brings in Kyle Orton, goes to the Raiders, ticks off Derek Carr, Brings in Jimmy Garoppolo. The better players on the roster aren't getting the ball as they should. Sound familiar, Bronco fans, when Josh McDaniels was here? I i, I mean, I i don't know. I know teams within division don't try to help each other, but you got to wonder if someone from the Raiders at any point called the Broncos or someone that was left with the Broncos or worked with them when Josh McDaniels was here and said, Hey, how did it look back then? And go, Oh boy, that bad, huh? And you think it would have hesitated, or made the Raiders organization hesitate in hiring Josh McDaniels? I mean, I, I don't think the Raiders have the smartest owner in the world. You know, Al Davis's son in place right now, anyways. So, highly doubt he probably would have done that, anyways. But, man, I mean, who could have, who else could see that coming? Who else could see that coming? That this was going to be the final result of the Raiders with Josh McDaniels. I mean, I think everybody outside of Mark Davis, their current owner, saw this coming. So, you know, Josh McDaniels, I don't think he'll ever get another head coaching job. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I, I see him maybe going back to New England and... The only thing I can say, unfortunately, is I was hoping that Mark Davis would ride it out with Josh McDaniels because the Raiders were going to suck for quite a few years if he would have just left Josh McDaniels in place. So that's the only downside for the Broncos is that Mark Davis finally figured out he wasn't a good coach after signing him to a ridiculous contract, and he could have just called us and said, hey, how was it when he was in Denver, and we, and we could have told him ahead of time and saved him some trouble. So, But we'll see where Josh McDaniels ends up. Like I said, I think it'll be back in New England. And as far as the Broncos second half of the season, going to be exciting. We start off Monday night against the Bills, Sunday night against the Vikings, then the Browns at home. And I don't I feel I bet that you a lot of people out there feel the same way I do. Deshaun Watson. Let's just whoop the Browns when they come here. I know it's going to be a tough game. I know the Browns have an elite defense. That defense is stout, okay? Props there. But there's been rumors that even the Browns players don't really want Deshaun Watson there. He hasn't played a couple games where it sounds like he could have. The contract the Browns gave him was ridiculous. And I love that Baker Mayfield, now, they had a terrible loss against the Texans this weekend, but you can't blame Mayfield. He brought the Bucks back, got the lead, and the Bucks defense gave it up, what, in 48 seconds to lose the game? That's not on Mayfield. Mayfield's playing well, and he looks like he's, got, he's found a home in Tampa. And I never thought he was the problem in Cleveland. So I kind of kind of feel the Browns, that Sean Watson continues this, oh, I could play, but I still hurt. Now, now he played this last weekend. He's probably going to play when they, when they play the Broncos, if, as long as he doesn't get injured again. But I don't know. In my opinion, he's just one of those QBs out there. You just want to take it to him. And, and give a Browns the loss for the way they handled the Mayfield situation, how they brought in Deshaun Watson, how they ignored a lot of stuff when they brought in Deshaun, Deshaun Watson in. And, and then Deshaun Watson's kind of shown his true colors a few times again since he's been in Cleveland. So 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 definitely want to see Denver beat, be, of course, everybody. But if the Broncos can't go to Buffalo and steal one up there in Buffalo, which I think it's a good time to catch the Bills, I would hope the Broncos would come back home and beat the Vikings and beat the Browns back-to-back weeks. Now, Dobbs will be playing for the Vikings, and he looked pretty good, but there will be time to have tape on him by the time he gets here to Denver. So, got to think we'll slow him down a little bit. But, But he is a neat story. Joshua Dobbs, you have to admit, for the Vikings is a neat story. But you know what? The Broncos still need to get the win against the Vikings and against the Browns. And if we if we can do that, I you know that's how we need to close out November. Uh, We're going to be looking at a pretty interesting December. So we will see what happens. But much now we'd love to be better than three and five at the break. But hey, you know what? Three and five at the bye week at the at the bye week break with a real feeling we're getting this thing turned around. May not show in the books this year by the end of the season, but you really started getting that feeling a little bit when the defense finally started coming on. And you got more of that feeling when they beat the Chiefs. And there's just there's just a feeling in the air that the culture is starting to turn. And And really, looking back, I don't think that the Broncos – fan base, myself included at times, realized how hard this was going to be to get turned around. I mean, it's been going on since we won Super Bowl 50, the Super Bowl 50 hangover. And now looking at it going, wow, you know what? This was going to take this much time. It's just still going to probably take a lot of more time to get it fully turned around. And Broncos country probably should have realized that. And I'm starting to realize, I think people within the Walton Penner group realized it and some other people then the organization went this is going to take a while we need to be patient so we'll see what happens in the second half of the year but the the fun the excitement i think in broncos football we'll see we'll see what happens as we kick off the second half of the year but but for now it, it's it's back the the tide feels like it's turning so until next time this is the rye man with the broncos country blitz And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos country and on Twitter at DDCR underscore BCB.